can see uh, my screen. So uh, please go ahead and, like I said, announce your questions on, um, you can jump in with your questions or just chat them. Thanks everyone for taking uh, time to, to, jo to join today's session. Um, we're gonna be going through a deep dive presentation on the solo 401k contribution rules for partnerships. Again, this session will be recorded. We'll be sharing the link afterwards so you can come back and rewatch it at your convenience. So um, let's get started. So, so the, we always want to start with the basic factors of how much you can contribute. So, and that's going to depend on different things. And we've got those listed here on this uh, screen here. And welcome to those who are joining late. Just to give you a heads up, we are recording this session. And please go ahead and announce your questions. Um, just as we go through it, or you can chat them, I'll be taking them, how, whatever's convenient for you. So um, the, the factors are gonna be your income. That's always gonna be a starting point. Your age is, can be another factor. Whether you participate in another plan, like a 401k plan that you might have through a day job. And of course, the type of contribution that you wanna make, whether it's an employee contribution, an employer contribution, or even a voluntary after-tax contribution. So we're gonna deep dive all these topics as we go through it here. So the starting point again is um, your income, because you can't really, of course you can't save more than you earn. And so you first have to figure out, okay, what's my self-employment income here? So, um, in this session today was focused on partnerships. We've done ones already on S corporations. We've done them on C corporations and sole proprietors and single member LLCs. So if you'd like to see recordings of those sessions, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at george at mysolo401k.net and I'll send you a link to those recordings. So when your self-employed business is taxed as a partnership, and the way that you figure out how, what your self-employment income is for purposes of how much you can contribute is you're going to look at line 14 of the K-1 that you receive from that partnership. Then you have to reduce that line 14 of the K-1 amount by one half of your self-employment income tax. So one half of the self-employment tax. So, and we have a calculator on our website. We can help you figure all that out. But that's really the starting point. So... Another point here is you don't want to consider W-2 wages from another source, like a day job, because again, your ability to contribute is based off of your self-employment income. So if you have a W-2 job and you don't have a 401k plan through that company, and then you also want to make, you've also got a side business, which is taxed as a partnership, you're not going to be able to use your W-2 uh, wages from your day job in order to make contribution. And I'm sorry, folks, if you have, uh, feel free to answer or ask questions, but if you are not asking a question, if you could please mute your mic, that would be helpful. Let's see here. Okay, so I'm, I'm, if I unmuted you, you can just unmute yourself when you're ready to ask a question. So let's go on to the next slide here. So. How much can I contribute? So we're gonna go through the different types. The first one we're gonna talk about is uh, employee contributions. 
So the employee contribution limit, it's also called a salary deferral. That limit is 100% of your self-employment income, which again, if we're a, if your business is taxed as a partnership, that's line 14 of the K-1, less one half of the self-employment tax. So you can do 100% of that number all the way up to $19,000 for 2019, or an additional $6,000 if you're 50 or older. So that's where, again, age can be a factor here. Now, the employee limit is at the employee level. So if you are participating in multiple 401k plans, let's say you do have a day job and through that day job, you do have a 401k plan and you are making contributions to that plan. So if you're under 50, you put 10,000 into your day job, even though you might have $19,000 of self-employment income, the most you can put into the solo 401k as an employee contribution is 9,000 because you got to aggregate it. So this 19,000 plus six, if you're 50 or older limit, the employee limit applies at the employee level across all plans that the employee participates in. So the, the exception to that rule though, is if the other plan you're participating in is a 457. In that case, the contributions are not aggregated. And for 2020, that limit went up. It went up from 19,000 to 19,500 or 26,000 if you're age 50 or older. Now let's talk about employer contributions. So that's another type of contribution that you can make to the solo 401k because in the words of the IRS, you're both the employee as well as the, as well as the employer when you're self-employed. So you can make both types of contributions. So the employer contribution limit is calculated differently. You start again with the self-employment income and it's 20% of that number. So again, it's line 14 of the K-1 less one half of the self-employment tax. Now you have to consider the overall limit. So one rule is that you could never contribute more than your self-employment income. You can't save more than you've earned. So if your self-employment income is 19,000, and you put in 19,000 as an employee contribution, let's say you don't have another plan that you're making contributions to, you can't do another 20% on top of that as an employer because you can't contribute more than your self-employment income. But let's say that your self-employment income, I'm gonna pick an easy number for me here. Let's say it's uh, $20,000 and you're able to put in $9,000 to your solo 401k as an employee contribution because you already put in 10 to another plan that you contribute to through your day job. You're under 50, right? So you put in nine into your solo 401k. You could also do 20% of that 20,000, which would be 4,000 as an employer contribution. So that's, you know, you haven't exceeded the limit here and you can do that additional contribution. So the overall limit for uh, 2019 is 56,000, or it goes up to 62 if you're 50 or older. In 2020, it's been raised up to 57 or 60, 63,500 if you're 50 or older. So the employer limit applies at the employer level. So unlike that employee contribution limit where you have to aggregate, the employer limit applies at the employer level. So 
even let's say you haven't made any contributions to your day job plan, but your employer from your W-2 employer made an employer contribution on your behalf. You don't have to consider those employer contributions made by that unrelated employer when figuring out how much you, you can contribute to the solo 401k. Now, the exception to that is if we're talking about a 403b plan. So, but if you don't have a 403b, you don't have to worry about that. And you don't have to consider whether any, any other employer contributions made to a plan on your behalf. So we're going to keep going again. Don't hesitate to ask questions or you can chat them and we can, we can field them as we go through. So Roth contributions. So our plan does allow for Roth contributions. So a Roth contribution is always going to be an employee contribution, a salary deferral. So in terms of the limit, we go back to that same, you know, that prior slide, the 19,000 or an additional six, if you're 50 or older for 2019. So um, keep in mind that if you're talking about Roth contributions, that Roth money needs to go into a separate sub account. So if you rolled over pre-tax money into your solo 401k, you've got a pre-tax account. Now you want to make Roth contributions. Let's say that your self-employment income would justify a $19,000 contribution. So you would need a separate sub account. Let us know and we'll help you set that up if you don't have one. But that Roth contribution goes into that separate Roth accounts. And now you have two accounts associated with your solo 401k. One for the pre-tax money and then a second for that Roth money. So, and of course, Roth contributions, that's the type of contribution where it's not pre-tax money. So you're not reducing your taxes now but you have the potential for tax-free growth. So let's keep going. So now we've got voluntary after-tax contributions, which are different than Roth contributions. The contribution limit is higher than the contribution limit for, for that applies to Roth contributions. So that, that is, um, that's what's the type of contribution that's used when people talk about a mega backdoor Roth contribution. So just like we have a separate sub account for pre-tax contributions and a separate sub account for Roth contributions, you would need a separate account for a voluntary after-tax contribution. So you might have three different accounts, three different brokerage accounts, three different bank accounts. If it's, if it's two people participating in the plan, let's say it's a, it's a husband and wife situation. You might have six accounts, three for each. So in terms of the limit, how much can I contribute? The limit for voluntary after-tax contributions is the lesser of your self-employment compensation and the overall limit, which again is 56,000 for 2019 or 57 for 2020 reduced by any employer or employee contributions made to the solo 401k. And you've got the bracketed comment there, ignore any catch up contributions made to the solo 401k. So you don't consider the extra six if you're 50 or older, for example, for 2019. So let's go through a scenario. Let's say that your self-employment compensation, which again is line 14 of the K1, less one half of the self-employment tax. Let's say that that number is $50,000. So the lesser of $50,000 and 56,000 is 50, obviously. And then let's say that you made, 
you know, let's say you made a $19,000 contribution as an employee contribution. Let's say you made a $10,000 contribution as an employer contribution. So that's $29,000 of contributions that you've made. So you have to reduce the $10,000 employer, the $19,000 employee contribution. So that's gonna leave you with $21,000 that you could make as a voluntary after-tax contribution. And so what folks will do is they'll put that into the voluntary after-tax account and then they'll move it over maybe to a Roth IRA or over to the Roth solo 401k. So if you made that $19,000 employee contribution as a Roth contribution. Now you've got 19 in your Roth account, then you move over another 21 from the voluntary after tax. You've now got $40,000 in your Roth account as a contribution, hence the name mega backdoor Roth. Now that that 10 that was an employer contribution, employer contributions are always pre-tax contributions. So that 10 is still going to be in that pre-tax account. So um we've got a couple of notes here you know the limit doesn't go up for uh if you're 50 or older um it's not impacted by any contributions made to another plan unless we're talking about a 403b and like we talked about at the outside th those contributions have to be deposited into a separate sub account so don't hesitate to ask questions like i said we'll keep going though So when is the deadline to make contributions? So the deadline to make all types of contributions, that's key to understand because sometimes there's some confusion on that point, whether we're talking about employee contributions, employer contributions, the voluntary after-tax, Roth, everything. The deadline is the business tax return deadline, including any timely filed extension. So remember, for this presentation, we're talking about partnerships. So the partnership tax deadline is March 15th or September 15th if, if you file a timely extension. Now, we want to note here that the, the tax return deadlines that you may have heard about, um, those have not been extended. The, the extension that was you know, publicized widely in the media, that applied to the April 15th deadline. So that didn't apply to the March 15th deadline like that would apply to a partnership. So at this point, there's no extension. So if you filed an extension, if you haven't filed your taxes, you filed an extension, you could still make a 2019 contribution. So this is clear, by the way, based on IRS publication 560. We've got a snippet here from pub publication 560. Again, there's sometimes there's some confusion about that, but it's there in black and white that all types of contributions there. The deadline is the due date of the business tax return deadline. How do I make contributions? So you can simply write a check payable to the name of your plan. You deposit it into the solo 401k account, write annual contributions in the memo section. You can also do an electronic transfer if you can wire it or ACH to that account. Obviously, if you've got different types of contributions, it's got to make you got it's got to go into the different accounts, whether it's voluntary after tax, Roth, et cetera. If you have multiple participants, again, the husband and wife situation. You've got different subaccounts for each participant. And again, different subaccounts, whether it's pre-tax, Roth, or voluntary after-tax. So it's important to keep that in mind. 
partnerships, how do I report the contributions? So it depends on what type of contribution we're talking about. If it's an employee pre-tax contribution, it's going to go on line 15 of schedule one of the 1040, as well as line 13 of your K1 using code R. Same with employer contributions, which again are always pre-tax contributions. Roth contributions, voluntary after-tax contributions, those are there's no place to report those. Those are after-tax contributions. They're not going to reduce your taxable income. So that takes us to the end of the slides there. Um, let's uh, hear those questions. If everyone has any questions, you can chat them or just announce them. Well, thanks for the message. Yes, I hope everyone's staying uh, safe and healthy as well. Well, like I said, we're going to be we're going to be uh, posting this recording. Um, so uh, I'll share the link afterwards. Um, please go ahead and um, connect on YouTube. So you can get announcements for future uh, client-only webinars or just the ones we do generally for the public. And hope everyone can stay uh, safe and healthy out there. So here we go. We got a question actually. Let's take this question. So, do I record after-tax contributions with the 5500EZ? Good question. It says Mike was not working. Good question. So the. Uh, the answer is, is yes. I mean, you're going to put both employee and employer contributions on your on the 5500EZ, and that's part of the services that we that we provide. So, if you're keep in mind that the um, that the 5500 uh, voluntary after tax contribution is an employee contribution, by the way. Um, so, keep in mind that the 5500EZ only applies if the balance of your plan, the value of all the plan assets exceed $250,000 as of December 31st of the prior year. And then you just need to let us know and then we'll handle that as part of our services. Good question though. Oh, here we got a follow-up question. Do you have a form to fill out to get a, to get a 5500 easy and more importantly the 1099R? Yes, we do. We handle that as part of our services. And then as far as the 1099R, I think the implication there is that you're making the voluntary after-tax contribution and then you're either rolling it over to the Roth 401k or a Roth IRA. You want to let us know so we can send you the form that you would use to let us know about that transfer from that after-tax account so that then we could issue the 1099R. So even though these contributions might be, might be made for 2019, since they're happening in 2020, if the rollover occurs in 2020, let's say you roll it over to a Roth IRA or Roth 401k in 2020, the 1099R is not going to be issued until the following February in 2021 on a 2020 1099R since, since the rollover occurred in 2020. So yeah, just let us know and we'll send you the forms out and then um, you can send it back and we'll put you in the queue to, to handle both of those. Good questions.
Okay, great. So, well, thanks everyone for joining. Um, like I said, and we'll look out for the link and uh, please like and subscribe and we'll, we'll stay connected on uh, YouTube. Thank you.